Hey everyone, welcome to the Happy, Healthy and Healing podcast. My name is Stacey and I am your host. Um, I think I need to come up with a better intro because I feel, yeah, so awkward (laughs) saying that. Um, So this is episode two and in episode two I'm going to be talking about perfectionism. Um, I, last night I did the record of the first podcast and I'm back in the office, car office again, um, while Bailey's at basketball. And I didn't realize that the car next to me last night had someone in it. Um, and he's back again. So he's probably having a little bit of a laugh. Um, but that's all good. You know, mum life, Hey, we've just got to make it all work. So I thought that this might be a good topic, um, to start on, I guess, with the podcast and really just chat about like my experience with it. And I just need to put a, you know, a side note out there that anything I talk about on my podcast is, you know, my opinion, my experiences, my lens that I have, you know, see the seen the world in. Um, I'm not, you know, obviously a doctor, psychologist, anything like that. So it's all um, anecdotal sort of advice or things that have worked for me. Um, and I just feel like sharing. Um, so just putting that out there, that's a disclaimer for all of the future podcasts <laughs> because, um, you know, it, as I said in the first introduction one, this might be um, obviously talking about my experiences, you know, a bit of a dear diary type situation, but also helping, you know, wanting to help people that are listening to the podcast and, you know, just open um open their eyes to other things that they may like to try or, um, you know, if situations happen and arise that, hey, you know, Stacey went through that, you know, this um, I'm not alone type thing. Okay, so for me, I was trying to think back about, you know, this quest for always being perfect and, um, you know, I'm a recovering perfectionist and I'll, I will admit that I still struggle with it um, day to day, but... I guess, you know, I was trying to think back, where did it all start? And is it sort of conditioning the way that we're brought up? Um, We're conditioned to always, you know, things have to be perfect and you have to be heard and not seen and that sort of old school mentality, Um, you know, children uh, have to act a certain way and behave a certain way. They're not allowed to have emotions. You know, is it that sort of conditioning or is there, you know, things that happen throughout our life and experiences and, you know, if we're not perfect, then we're going to be judged. And, you know, where does it all stem from? And I was really trying to think back for myself. Um, and I think as a child, like I always wanted to, and I think all kids are the same. We all just want to do right by our parents and our, or our, you know, grandparents or people we love in our life. And we always want to just do the best that we can. And, you know, and then we get that whole, oh, good girl, good boy, great job. You did amazing. And I think over time that really kind of does condition you to go, okay, well, if I keep doing things to a high standard and I hold myself to a high standard, then I'm going to get the good job. Good girl. You did great. You're the best. Um, That's perfect. And over time that sort of just compounds. And I think like, you know, all throughout school, you know, primary school and high school, I always wanted probably not the end of high school, but, um, you know, I definitely always – 
gave 110% to my schoolwork and I was always seeking that sort of approval through my work going, oh, I got an A, you know, I'm an amazing student. I did a good job, good girl, that type thing. And I think that's sort of where it started. And then that kind of carried over to my career for me and my jobs. You know, I've had like a few jobs Um, different industries, you know, obviously falling pregnant um, when I was 18. So instead of schoolies, I went to the UK, went to Europe for three months back before it was Insta-famous type thing to do that. (laughs) Um, And then came back, started working reception, uh, fell pregnant. And then obviously being young, having Bailey um, young, then his dad was working and um, I worked at Coles. I worked in a deli. You know, I worked at a couple of banks. Like I've, I've had a few different career um, paths, and the most recent, obviously, fitness. But I would always strive to get that tick in the box and that approval. And generally, like a lot of my bosses were older than me, and it was kind of like that, I guess, father figure type thing, type scenario. Now that I think about it. Um, And so I always like wanted things to be perfect. But then at the same time, like when I was a teenager, my room was disgusting and it was a bomb (laughs) and it wasn't perfect and clean. And so it was, it was funny how kind of some areas you're seeking, I was seeking approval and seeking that good girl, good job type thing. Um, And then other areas, it wouldn't phase me so much. So, you know, then carrying on to like sort of twenties, um, all throughout work, always trying to do my best and get that big tick gold star type thing. Um, and then I think probably just before I had Ruby, like those couple of years before, so she's almost five, it was like, you know, the whole house had to be perfect. If my house was a mess, people would judge me and, um, you know, I couldn't have them just pop in because the place would be a mess and I would, you know, be mortified. Like had to sort of be in control Um, and I think like control and that perfectionist behaviour like they go hand in hand. So because if I, you know, was in control and felt in control by having everything clean and tidy or things just like done a certain way, like hanging the socks up in pairs and not just hanging them up randomly, and I felt perfect kind of in a facade in a, but a really fake way. And, you know, that sort of compounded. And then once Ruby was born and her sleep habits that are still shocking, um, she just, you know, she was completely different to the three boys, like her sleep and how much she needed and how she needed to go to sleep was completely different. And so it was like, it all just kind of threw everything up in the air that I thought I knew. And that, you know, obviously having an older child plus Ruby, you know, my house still was able to maintain and things like that. But as the boys came along, you know, having three babies in four years, it was like my standards each time, each child that was born, it kind of just dropped. And I had to drop a little bit of that perfectionist trait, um, you know, and let things go. And now it's like, yes, I still struggle with, you know, wanting things to be perfect, but it's not so much with home. Like I can, I don't bother cleaning up during the day because the kids just make a mess. So it's more like it still carries on with work, I think. And I I haven't really dug deep enough to figure out why 
it still hangs around with work. But I think it comes back to the whole thing about, you know, getting approval, gold star, good job, good girl type thing. And me seeking that externally rather than me just, you know, doing my work and being proud of it. Because I think a lot of the time, like I'll write something. And I said this in last podcast, like I'll write something and then rewrite it and rewrite it and rewrite it. It doesn't really sound like me or the message I was trying to say, you know, because I sit there and I think, oh, how are people going to respond or how are they going to take it? Whereas it's like, if I actually am just true to who I am, my people, my community, they'll find me and they will, you know, love me for every inch that I am. So it's like, why am I always trying to be perfect and have a perfect facade when, perfection like perfect doesn't actually exist like there is never going to be a perfect time there's never a perfect book like there's never a a perfect parent there's never a perfect anything like perfect hairstyle perfect face perfect body like there is nothing that is actually perfect because as we grow more and as we learn and as we um, develop and you know get older and things like that like our ideas and our like knowledge our lens that we see the world changes and so what we thought was perfect like maybe 5 10 15 20 years ago is no longer perfect it's it doesn't exist so like when I'm writing stuff I'm I just had this realization I think yesterday I was like Stacy there can always be a version two like how many times have movies been redone and there's slight tweaks on it? Same with books, same with like articles, same with science. Like, you know, they used to say that, um, I don't know what carbs make you fat and that was the science back then. And then they've obviously done more research in version two and it's like, Hey, actually no, too many calories make you put on body fat. So it's like, why are you, like you accept those standards there, but you don't accept them for yourself. And so it's kind of like going, okay, perfect doesn't exist. I can always do a version two. If people really like me for who I am, then they'll accept, you know, my imperfections and that's okay because we're all, no one's perfect. Um, And I think, as I said earlier, it's like, it's for me, it's been tied into feeling in control of things And that control mixed with feeling like, you know, I've got things done perfectly makes me feel safe. And it's like, okay, well, that's that that behavior actually doesn't serve me because I am safe. Like, you know, I've got a roof over my head, got beautiful family, like I've got, you know, my career, I've got things. So like there's nothing that I should feel unsafe about. So it's like, where does this this all stem from? Um, And it's like, I think the biggest change in the last Oh, I don't know, 12 months for me is just actually questioning myself and asking myself why. So not just accepting, you know, things, not accepting like, oh, this is, I'm just a perfectionist and this is the way I am. No, why? Like actually get real with yourself and talk to yourself and figure out why you are like this because it doesn't have to be that way. Like just because that's the way you tell yourself you are doesn't mean the way that you have to be moving forward or the way you actually are, you know, that this could be something that's holding you back, which I know it does for work. For me, like it, the traits hold me back so much. And I get so frustrated with myself because it's like, Stace, stop holding yourself back. Stop getting in your own way. Stop trying to be perfect because it doesn't matter. (laughs) Like it does not actually matter. You can do a version two. So you've just got to drop this. And this has just been a big 
thing for me, especially yet yeah, 12 months, but the last probably few months, understanding that and working through it. And so still when the behaviors pop up, so if I have like, um, I was writing some eBooks and for me, I'm like, oh, I just need to do like, I need to get all the information that I absolutely know out there, you know, and I can't publish it until it's done. And it's like, Stacey, like it, an ebook doesn't have to be a hundred pages. You could actually just say what you want to say in probably three to 10 pages. And that will be more than enough than you need to give. And you can come back and do it again. But it was like, I just couldn't physically go, no, it's done. Like leave it at that. And then it just wasted so much time for me actually procrastinating and trying to keep working on it, working on working on it. And then the moment's kind of gone. Like, so I should have just, not should have, I've learnt that it's like, Stacey, you don't have to give 5 million percent. <laughs> you know, you can do your 80 percent, 90 percent, do your best and then always come back and make it better. So I guess to sum it all up in this podcast, like I think we all struggle at times with being perfectionists and, you know, struggle with control. Um, maybe that's something else that we'll talk about on another podcast is about control and feeling safe and things like that. But we all struggle at moments, but it's about like, okay, I recognize that I'm struggling. I have great self-awareness and that's actually something I'm super proud of myself with. I'm very self-aware. Okay. I'm struggling with this. I'm aware that I'm struggling with this. Okay. I've had this pattern in the past and this has been the outcome. What do I need to do to change it? And I might not be able to change it all right in this very moment, but I can take small steps. I can, you know, then build on those small steps to break these habits. Because essentially I really think like perfectionist um, traits is it's really just habits that we've learned over time and it's about breaking them, um, which is hard work depending on how long, you know, you've been living with those behaviours and ideals and whatnot. So I think we all struggle with it and it's about recognise, yep, yeah, overcome it um, the best we can. You are going to have times where you relapse and that's totally normal. Like, um, for instance, you know, Jared tried to hang out the washing and I absolutely just lost my shit because he just doesn't hang it up right and it doesn't dry properly. But I was like, Stacy, come on. Okay. Yes, I ended up hanging up the washing, but then the next time I was like, no, just let him do it. Job is done. It is something off your mental load. So, you know, I recognize that I have an issue with that. <laughs> I need to move past it because it's not the end of the world if the washing's not hung up properly. Um, it doesn't have to be perfect and that's just a matter of fact. So, guys, I hope um, this little rant about perfectionism helps. Um, I hope maybe you feel a little bit less alone. Um, if it resonates with you, please feel free to reach out. I love hearing feedback about, you know, the podcast um, or anything, uh, blogs or whatever I write. Um, it really just helps me connect. And um, that's essentially what I think this is about, is about connection and community. And, you know, I want to build that um, community around me. And I think, you know, it'd mean the world to me if you could reach out. Um, yeah. And just let me know your thoughts. So anyway, that's enough for tonight. Um, 
keep an eye out for the next podcast. No doubt it'll be in my car office again (laughs) at basketball. And I hope you have an amazing day, whatever you're doing.